You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good day, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I am pleased to be with you today and certainly uh, thank God that my engineer, producer, director, Wes, and the rest of the family here at 91.5 Jazz and More are all in good health and I hope mentally as well, considering what happened uh, just recently on campus here. And in that regard, I certainly want to thank... uh, President Wickfield and his staff, as well as his police chief, for the work that they did in clearing the campus as well as dealing with the the perpetrator. I certainly want to thank uh, the sheriff, Kevin McMahill, for he and his staff. I saw so many folks headed out toward the university when I was down at the Sunrise Hospital visiting my sister Kathy, and they were coming in uh, like gangbusters, as they should. And certainly want to as well thank all the area fire departments and EF- EMS service workers that I know responded to the scene. It's very tragic, and we certainly want to say condolences to those families of the professors who lost their lives So, and all who who were here, because I know that's got to be really a scary feeling to have someone uh, with a gun on campus and you're fearing for your life and not knowing where this person might be. So to those families of those professors, again, uh, condolences. We also want to say condolences to those uh, highway patrol officers who lost their lives in a tragic hit-and-run accident just a few weeks ago as well. So may God be pleased with the work of all those folks who have left this life and, you know, transitioned out. Uh, Again, we'll pray for the strength of their families. With that, I, I also want to say condolences to Gloria Patterson, uh, a longtime uh, uh, chief officer's wife, uh, Mike Patterson. Mike passed away just recently. I I was unaware of it and didn't find out until I talked with with, uh, David Jameson, who was named after me by his father, Fred Jameson, who was in town. Me, Marsh, and his daughter had had breakfast together down at uh, where my sister Nita works. But anyway... um, well, I, I certainly would have been there, and I talked to Mike's wife, last Gloria, last night. Uh, Mike was a good guy. He worked for the county fire department and re- retired from there. So uh, just want to express those condolences. Faye Duncan Daniel, longtime family friend. Her birthday is this month, and I believe she'll be in town in the next couple of weeks, so we're looking forward to seeing her. Faye is a, a very dear friend. And as far as announcements, I want to also encourage folks, if you have any issues as veterans in particular, Service Officer Tony Marshall, 301-537-9465. Tony meets with people by appointment. So with that, we'll be back on the other side. I'm going to be talking with our first guest, Mr. Philip Washington. 
He is a veteran, and we'll find out a little bit more about him and what he's doing at this stage of his life. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Our first guest, he is a veteran, and I'm going to ask you, uh, Mr. Philip Washington, no relations that I'm aware of, uh, what branch and how long did you serve? I served in the U.S. Navy, and I served for 10 years until I was service disconnected uh, with a, a lifetime disability. Mm, okay. So uh, where did you serve at? Did you go to several different locations? or I served, in, um, I served on uh, three ships, uh, both ship, three ships, uh, the USS George Phillips, the USS Mobile, and the USS Petaloo. And then I was trans. Um, then I did some time in San Diego. Uh, as well, so the Coronado Islands, because I transitioned over to, I was a bosun mate second class, and I transitioned to a, a CB, a fifth CB, where I worked with the uh, construction platoons, building bridges over uh, waters and canals and stuff, working in that capacity for the military. Hmm, okay. So where where were some of the locations you actually worked in in doing that? that Coronado Island is where we done training, and oh. then I did some six-month training in the Philippines. And so that was a very... I love the Philippines. I said that's my second home. <laughs> and, um, but I enjoyed my time over there uh, serving uh, in that capacity. As oftentimes, I always tease people, especially Marines. I always like to have fun with Marines. Mm-hmm. You know, Jacob, we took care of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Marines, those are the, the tough guys. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I have a, a number of friends who are former Marines, and they, they have a certain attitude about them. Yes, all of them the same. <laughs> so, so did did you go into any theater at all in, in constructing bridges, et cetera, or just mostly on the domestic side? Uh, we did some thing training in um, actually over in the Peleliu Islands, and then some of the off-brand islands that was uh, over toward uh, Indonesia mm-hmm. and areas, and, and um, one in uh, Guam and those areas. We did humanitarian services providing community aid to the community and building uh, homes and helping repair areas over there and that community. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. It, was very, it was a beautiful experience. I love the military service. And you said you did that for about 10 years. I did for 10 years. Uh, I was uh, diagnosed with inflammatory rheumatoid arthritis in all of my joints. Oh, and wow. during that particular time, I literally couldn't walk. Uh, I mean, I was just really in a bad way. And so uh, from there, I was able to get... Uh, transfer to um, uh, security where you work in shore patrol working with the uh, military police. So I did that for almost eight months before I was transferred to a uh, TAR, um, reserve, reserve duty. Mm-hmm. And then I went in, uh, they paid me out, and then eventually I 100% disabled veteran now. So I, I give back as much as I can uh, based on my experience. I serve in the community as community emergency response team. Mm. That's about the closest thing. I can do be as far as first responders so I can serve volunteer if there's a catastrophe or any danger because I'm kind of, I tell people my mindset is always govern military. No matter what it is, I still have the blueprint military framework that when crises and challenges get hard, I dig in and go, I can't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. So where, where are you from? I'm originally from Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport. Well, we homies because I'm from about 160 miles east, Dale High, Louisiana. Little small oh, farm. Yeah, a little small farming community right off of I-20. Okay, yes, sir. 
So from from the military, I mean, from Shreveport, did you go to the military, and then back there, or, or, or to Las Vegas? I know from Shreveport, I came to Las Vegas. My mom moved back to Las Vegas, and in '82, I graduated, and then right after that, I went right into the military, and so, and um, it was a new world, and I'm glad I went. I tell everybody. As a matter of fact, two of my sons went in the in the Navy as well, and so they benefited from the benefits after even after they got out. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, from Shreveport to here, and then you join the military. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Yes, so, tell our listening audience again. There's a a number of veterans out there that listen to the program as well as others. What are you doing these days? These days, I pastor the church. Uh, I'm on the I'm on KKVB radio. I have a broadcast uh, station four days a week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Fridays from 11:45 to 12. I have uh, we started a company, the Urban Community Project. We have four initiatives: veterans, homeless, uh, marriage, and the poor. Mm. And our and we also provide services in our community resource centers to our poor and homeless shelter department that live in the desert. Because I'm also a board member for the Southern Nevada Homeless Continuing Care Board, and so we try to provide as much shelter, food that we can for what we get. We partnered up with the LDS Church that they provide a couple pallets a month for us to be able to maintain and give services to our veterans as well as to our communities and our, uh, where I pastor it. Oh, wow. You so are yeah. a busy gentleman. Now, as, as far as the veterans, you, please explain that again. The veterans thing now, the, the goal toward the veterans was to um, reach to the veterans that are homeless and provide opportunities for them through our resource center. I'm also the uh, co-founder of the Nevada Faith and Health Coalition, which is a group of churches that they came through a program to where we train community health workers. So we train 12 community health workers in six churches, and these community health workers, their total design and purpose is to know all the resources in the community that we can provide information to the, the direct various individuals to get the resources that they need or get the assistance that they need from uh, being homeless to have, know where to find vouchers or to know where to find uh, any assistance that we can possibly assist them in. And those community health workers are working in uh, several churches in the city here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's my uh, Bishop Ron Thomas is actually our chairman. I'm the vice chairman, treasurer. And we have a, a help. We have a good group of board members that are working to help our organization, the coalition be successful in our community. Right now I'm uh, we are part of a type two diabetes to the prevention training. Uh-huh. Twenty two weeks. We meet here every Tuesday. I'm here now, actually, at Nevada Partners, where we provide uh, training uh, for those that want to be that are type two uh-huh. and want to have preventive training. And so we've been having as of our third year doing this, and this has been a successful rate. And we have 19 students that are participating. I'm a certified life coach uh, through Dignity Help, oh. and uh, then we have about and we just licensed two more. Um, diabetes type 2 training. So we have about six or seven of us now. You are a busy man. So where where is your church located? We're located 3646 North Las Vegas Boulevard, mm-hmm. uh, Crossroads uh, Las Vegas Boulevard and Lamb Boulevard. Okay. And uh, we're getting ready to have a toy drive. Last year we was able to service 500 families on the 23rd of Saturday at 3646 uh, North Las Vegas. We would do our toy drive from 9 o'clock to two o'clock, so we give away the toys as we partnered up with Toys of uh, Toys, Dot Dot the Toys, as well as so the uh, Buckingham Radio Show from uh, Help of Hope of Nevada, and so uh, and we and it's just a real big opportunity. Uh, so many people come out, and we're able to kind of assess and see who needs various 
care, such as whether they need dentists, whether they need some assistance. So we have to have, hopefully we, this year, we'll be able to have more providers to meet the needs of those that come out uh, to receive new toys. Well, wow. and how many did you say you have certified thus far with the other program? Was it the uh, diabetes? With our type 2 diabetes, uh-huh. we have uh, one, two, three, four, five. And we just got six, six seven. A, a nurse, Rowena, she's the master teacher that started us, and she's 50 years in nursing. She's 83 years old. I mean, anybody's 83 years old, still working, man, you got my cheerleads because you, you don't know retirement. You just know innovation and keep it going, keep it moving. And, and, and so she has uh, spearheaded that, and myself and my wife, uh, we are uh, other uh, individuals that are community health workers, but they're also now certified lifestyle coaches and type 2 uh, diabetes prevention. Excellent. And that's at the partners here uh, from every Tuesday, 415 uh, to 5:15, And it's a 22 session, and we will be starting up again next year as we protect. We're almost close to finish this one out. But it is a grueling session, but you do learn how to eat right. You learn how to uh-huh. eat, what, what, how to pay attention to your labeling, right. you know, what foods you're putting in. And it's, it's really changed my whole life. It really did. It changed my whole life. And I don't eat things I used to eat. And I'm a little bit more eating in smaller portions <laughs> than in eating in a bigger portion. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm laughing because me and my wife go round and round about uh, me stopping a little part-time job that I have. I told her, you know, you know more about the Bible than me. I tell her, I say, you are... Uh, the Bible says if a man can work, work. Uh, Pastor, as, as we close out, give us some uh, suggestions that you might share with others who may be considering joining the military briefly. I would encourage anyone that's joining the military. I, I'm, I'm a preference. I prefer the Navy because you don't, I don't think that doing the military, even when the desert uh, storm situation, military, unless you're military, special forces, you won't really see a lot of hardcore uh, war. And so I think it's the safest branch. And it's also a branch that I think will enhance. I became a man in the military. Mm-hmm. I grew up uh, at 18. And so it, it's, I mean, it's who I am. I'm all about uh, mindset of military integrity, living by the military code of justice, and living by a different sense of code of honor that others don't often understand. But I ingrained those things in me because it became a part of me. And I encourage every young man that wants to be a man and have the principles, the good integral principles, the respect and the dignity that come having to serve in your country. Because I say, as I enter go onto the base, sometimes I say mm-hmm. it is a privilege that I'm able to shop at the commissary. I'm able to go to these stores. It's, everybody yeah. don't have access. Well, that's, that you have and you, you, you have done a yeoman's job and we'll get you back on sometime because I appreciate yes. what you're doing and I think we need to give it continued exposure. So once again, Pastor Philip Washington, thank you for your service, sir. Thank you, sir, for having me on your broadcast. All right. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Good morning once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and more. I got two of my favorite golfing, uh, I'll call them colleagues, even though they're at a different level than me. Uh, we got Big Hoop and we got Ricky Red. So what I'd like you gentlemen to do is both of you, starting with you, who give your full name. Uh, Daryl Hooper. Daryl Hooper. Rick? Yes. Uh, yes, Ricky Craney. Ricky Ch- Craney. Okay, all right. Craney, Craney, uh-huh. Craney. Uh, who, where were you born and raised? I was born and raised right here in the city, oh, right here cool. in Las Vegas. Okay, and Rick, I know where you were born because I've been knowing your family exactly for a hundred years. <laughs> exactly, the same native. <laughs> you know that is that is certainly a rarity, man. When you get 
two guys that are, that were born and raised in the city of Las Vegas. A lot of people think that I'm I was born and raised there, but actually I'm a country boy from Dale High, Louisiana. But I've been here since I was three and a half. So, oh, you're a native? No, I'm not. My, my family, you, my family from Tallulah. So your you know. family's from Tallulah. All right. Yes. Cool. Cool. So, mm-hmm. gentlemen, look, you guys are the leaders and the founders of a of a golf group. Tell me, how mm-hmm. did that start, and what's give, give us the name so our listening audience will have an understanding of who you are and what you're representing here today. Okay, well, I started golfing just a little over eight years ago. Mm. Um, moved on the golf course and being a close friend of mine, we just, you know, messing around one day and, and we said, let's get some clubs. So, you know, it got kind of challenging and I said, okay, well, I'm going to follow through with this. You know, it's fun, you know, and <laughs> next thing you know, I had like six guys that want to, you know, we go on a regular. So I went from six guys and now here we are eight years later um, I founded a group called Tee It Up actually seven years ago. Uh, we just had our seventh annual just this past October. Mm-hmm. And uh, from six guys to, I think we may have 65 registered on our on our app. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some might have came or moved on or moved out of town, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's how I got started. Um, and me and Rick, you know, we've been knowing each other from the streets, you know, and so he's been golfing way longer than me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he came out, started golfing with the group. And so I, you know, appointed him as my vice president and helped me run things and put things together when we having functions, you know, or times where I want to take a break a couple weekends. He stepped in and helped me out. Mm-hmm. And he actually came up with the design and the patent of our logo, Tee It Up. I think we patent uh, where we two, two different um, models of our logo. And yes, yes. So let me pick it back yeah. up off there. Go ahead. I'll pick it back off of it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, okay. like who was saying yeah. he had a so basically he had a, he had a few group he had a few guys playing and I had a few guys playing you know playing with some guys you know big run and a few other guys mm-hmm. and uh, basically he had a group I had a group we didn't know <laughs> like who say one thing turned to another so I heard he was playing and I you know our group was playing so we kind of merged together mm-hmm. and like he said uh, it went from six on his end to maybe like ten fifteen on my end because I've been playing since ninety five. Like I said, playing a little longer than him. Mm-hmm. And um, we got together. So I had been sitting on this brand. And mm-hmm. the brand had always been called Tee It Up. And I said, Man, that's a cool name. I like that Tee It Up. Right. But, you know, us as people, you know, sometimes you'd be kind of scared to jump out there on the limb. And then, you know, of course, the funds is not right. Right. So I ran into another guy named uh, Gary Gates. So I got to get his props. Gary Gates was at a Dallas game at the Texas Hotel on Rancho. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was telling him about because he does the Vegas styles. You mm-hmm. know, you may see some stuff on Vegas styles. He's on that thing. He has that pattern. Right. We had to talk. I told him, man, come on, man, just go, just do it, just do it. I said, man, I ain't got your man, Rick, don't worry about it. Man, I helped you with it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I gave it to him. He worked with me. He said, man, I got to get this visit tile. So I can handle $2,500, you know. So mm-hmm. we got the visit tiles and everything. So he, I had the guy uh, create it. And I think that was like a couple bucks. And uh, we got the visit tiles and everything. And like I said, me and Hoop hooked up. I gave it to Hoop. So we had, like so Hoop said, we had two different styles. Mm-hmm. So we had, a, you know, the straight style that you see now, Dave, because you didn't purchase some uh, right. some merchandise as well as Hoop has and uh, and other guys that we do with the tournaments, like you say. So, uh, you know, we had to choose one mm-hmm. because the brand, even though it's the same name, right. it was two different logos. Okay. So it had to be two different digitiles. So mm-hmm. I just we just ended up picking up one. But so, we did both of them for a while. So is it actually trade? That, is like, it trademarked? Or whatever. Yes, I had a trade back, okay. so I, I uh-huh. own the brand name, Tee It Up, but uh-huh. I don't own the name. Okay. And I was going back and forth for court, so come to find out, the military has it true, 
no, it's tee it up, troop, or troop tee it up. Uh-huh. So I was going back and forth the course. I had to show them what was the difference between mine. Right. Mine is more of a, a golf, sports, athletic wear. So mm. hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatsuits, you know, uh, uh, towels, golf balls. You know, we do it all. And uh, so like I said, I own the brand, tee it up, but I do not own their name. Okay. So but we do have the brand. Now, now, Hoop, you mentioned you're the president and Rick's mm-hmm. the vice president. So you guys are not just an ad hoc group. You actually have bylaws, I'm assuming? Well, we don't run like most groups have membership fees. Right. And, okay. um, we're not that political, like I say, because we come out and we started coming out having, you know, recreational social fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. People kind of, you know, clean on to that. Because sometimes you when you get, you know, groups, you got people that's beginner golfers. Right. And they may be intimidated on uh, coming out playing with these guys and then playing for 20 years, 15 years, whatever the case may be, and they won't come play. Right. So when I start right. inviting people out, you know, whether you started yesterday or 10 years ago, just remember, no one started mm-hmm. where they at now today. That's Everybody true. started where that guy started yesterday. Right. So, right. you know, you can brag about it now and say where you're at now, but where did you start when you started? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I kind of invited more people to come. Okay. And, you know, we run a little Skins game on Saturdays, and mm-hmm. but you're not obligated to put any money in the Skins game because it's social and recreational before gambling. And you know and what? Nobody's I, pressured. I, I think nobody that's... My, everybody in my group know you don't, you know, hassle nobody or pressure nobody to put mm-hmm. in because there are plenty of people out there if you want to make a side bet. Right. You know, and I, I think that's very, very important because a lot of guys don't want to join groups because they say, and I won't call any particular names, but they say, oh, man, they all just about gambling. Well, that's not true mm-hmm. because no one, and I believe there should be some, anytime there's a group, there should be some type of, to me, some type of orientation. So, because otherwise, man, I done been with guys, man, they want me to play animals. And I said, man, I don't know. I don't understand it. Oh, it's easy, man. When right, you get done, right. you're going you probably going to owe maybe five or six dollars. When it got done, I owe twenty dollars. I say never again. Well, see, it's easy. I've been playing eight years. Yeah. And I play animals twice in eight years. And I don't know the whole, honestly, I don't know the, right. the real fundamentals of the, you know, I put my money in, tell somebody, just let me know if I win. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> so, look. I don't, you know, I don't do that. I hear you. So, are you guys, you require people to have a Jen? Yes. Um, well, so, and I'm going to tell you why we do do that mm-hmm. because that kind of helps people that's not as advanced as most golfers in the group. Right. So, what it is, a Jen is registered through the United States Golf Association, which means Golf Handicap and Information Network. Mm-hmm. That means you are recorded every time you play, and I put your score on the computer. It could be a Joe Blow in Kansas can pull your name up, Dave Washington, mm-hmm. and they say Dave Washington is a 13. So right. what the handicap means for people that's blue in the face about handicap or gen is where the average golf number is 72 for pros. So let's say you're a 13 and you out there and shoot 90. So you deduct that 13 for that 90 and there's your score. Right. And mm-hmm. so when, I, when we do do the scores, that means if someone comes out near a five handicap, mm-hmm. so on the average they shoot seventy-seven. Right. That means you can come in and have a great day. You can shoot an eighty-five. Your handicap's a thirteen. Mm-hmm. Now you beat them with a seventy-two mm-hmm. because they didn't come mm-hmm. shoot their game. It makes it even for everybody. Right. That way you don't have right. one or two people constantly winning 
all the gifts, all the prizes, all the money. Excellent. So now, that, that makes it even out the, the right. playing field. Right. And it more people. We have people that only playing one year, two year. Right. And I'm not going to say no names. We had one guy that maybe for almost a year, he would never put in. He was mm-hmm. just starting, no problem. Mm-hmm. But then, once he got his feet wet, he's the first one to bring me his money. That pays probably your... You know, maybe half uh, you bring the seed, depending on what the grade is that we give. Right. You know, but it's, it's an incentive to do something. Right. So, and, you know, we just mm-hmm. had this big tournament, our seventh annual. Seventh annual and tournament. I'm, I'm not going to call out his gym number, but he's not a an advanced golfer. Mm-hmm. But, right. I will get his props out to him. You know, Burgess <laughs> Taylor won our seventh annual, and right. he was about to leave. Mm-hmm. He almost had a heart attack when he found out he won. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, I ran into his wife, Ronnie, you know, uh, about a month or so later. Right. At a council, you know, uh, get together. And mm-hmm. she said, he almost wanted to sleep in the bed with that trophy. He was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rick, Rick, yeah. Rick, so how often do you guys play? Uh, we, we usually play like once a week. Yeah. We go. Uh, we pretty much play every Saturday. We tee it up, uh-huh. and like the other guys play with another group. Like say, who he plays with another group on Sunday as well. Okay. And sometimes I play with them other guys that we know too uh, on the west side of the town, and sometimes I play with them guys on Sundays. But um, we pretty much playing every Saturday. I know me and Hoop has discussed we're going to try to squeeze another day in mm-hmm. over this year coming. Right. And uh, same with the tournament. I know a lot of guys want to do a two day tournament, so we've been working on that as well. So me and Hoop going to get together and talk about that. A lot of guys, you know, we try to get the guys what they want. It just ain't always our way. So we always tell our guys, come in and help us. You know, if you want to come in and help out, if you want to be the treasure, if you want to be this, you want to be this, right. we have no problem with it. You know, men who can't do everything, we can't remember everything. That's right. You know, we don't go that way. They always say, we all should have did, did this way. Well, we need some help. I play with I play with a couple of hooligans from the post. Go <laughs> Dwight. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ray and 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 uh, Reggie. Well, they all, uh, the, the way they the way they keep up track with the with the dog on play. And they talking about you hitting five. I said, no, I'm laying four. I'm hitting five. No, you hitting five. Exactly. I said, man. Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I, I told Head. I said, I'm gonna I'm talk to to your teacher. I'm gonna talk to Ricky and see if he can right. straighten you out. But anyway, do you got do you guys have a website or anything? As we prepare no, to close? we don't have a website as as of now. I mean, we both have our own personal um, uh-huh. uh, emails, but we also have a uh, we have a website, you know, for us the golfers. So, like, so if anybody want to join, they can get with me a hoop, uh-huh. and we give them to we can add them to the uh, what is that hoop to, uh, the uh, the group app, We got grouping. We're at, so we have a grouping app. Grouping. Okay. Yes, you have right. to be you know accepted into it as an invite. I send you an email link, mm-hmm. and you know you 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 send in, you sign up, and then I get an alert saying. Uh, Dave Washington is trying to join and tee it up. And I see that on my end or on our um, guy that handles my administration for the app. And he'll call me and say, hey, do you know this guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let him in the group. All right. So, so look, what that as- does is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so as- what that does is everything we do, every time we play, I post, this is where we're playing that Saturday. Uh-huh. This is what time. This is how many people I reserve for. So how can how can people. how can somebody get a hold of you guys that, that may be interested that may hear this? Because we got a lot of veterans out there and others who who love to play golf and some be look for groups to join. So how can they? Mm-hmm. How can well, they... My email is um, yeah. B as in boy I G H O O P as in Paul seven zero two at Gmail Big Hoop seven zero two at Gmail, and I would respond back, make contact with you verbally or by email and mm-hmm. uh, we get you going from there. And we typically play, like I say, 
you know, we shoot for every Saturday sometimes, you know, depending on what's going on in town. You know, right. it's kind of tough to get a good rate. And, and I don't want to count everybody coin for coin with somebody sure. else. I can't always want right. to book a high-end course. Right. Even though, that, you know, my group is so so spoiled that's mm. all they want to play. But, uh, <laughs> well, look, Joe. Know, I, I got to think about the people that's, you know. you know, we, Absolutely. Only, you got to think about everybody. Just a handful of people. Right, you, right. You got to think about oh. everybody. Well, gentlemen, I, I thank you guys for coming on the show. And uh, I'll be in touch because I'd like to get you back on sometime in the future because I think what you're doing is great. I love this game. I've been playing about 16, 7 years. Have not gotten no better, but no worse either, so. I'm, I'm good to go. Thank you guys so much, uh, brother Ricky Ben, brother. All right, quick, Dave. Say again. Moving forward in, in spring of 2024, I'm mm-hmm. looking to start a nonprofit organization for um, youth from six to 16. Okay. And we'll talk about that later on. Where you know we're going to provide the. Um, I'm gonna take 25 kids and we're going to provide golf clubs for them. Uh, all right. Lessons for them, right. and right. you know maintain their good grades and. We gotta bring him in like that. Great, but we'll talk later about that. And um, we'll get you. We'll, we'll get you. It. We'll get you guys back on again because both of y'all are are good talkers, man. So y'all carried it. But uh, my producer's saying wrap it up. So thank you guys, and I appreciate you guys <laughs> right, coming on you. for sure. All right. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on ninety one point five Jazz and more. We'll see and talk to you next week.